Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 1, Episode 22, Job Hunting. What a pleasant surprise. I agree with you. I was watching <laughs> it and I was like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We, were, we were not looking forward to it. No, we weren't. But it was okay. I mean, I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. <laughs> I like, it was interesting that the name of the episode, it was not, I, in my opinion, wasn't the main, I guess it was the main plot, but. Anyway, let's just talk about it. Yeah, we'll just talk about it. But let's learn first. Let's learn. Adult education. Yes. The description of this episode is, Rose must look for work after she loses her grief counseling job. Oh, yes. The grief counseling job. Mm Mm-hmm. Poor thing. I bet she was really good at that. You think? I think so. She's a good listener. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> i have a note later in the episode about how she's not a good counselor <laughs> you think well i well she... i guess from what we see of her in this episode no but yeah i don't i'm not sure how i feel about rose as a counselor because i know that i would not be a good counselor and i feel like rose and i are similar but i don't know we can disagree <laughs> okay <laughs> i think she'd be good, good. like kind of you know how she's so positive and making, I think she would make you try to get out of, not get out of your grief, but acknowledge it, but look at the positives. See, to me, the best counselors or com- most comforting people aren't people who are super positive. Like when you're in or, a tough like, situation, sometimes okay. it's, it's, it's hard to hear from a really positive person who's had like, Rose has had like a perfect childhood and True. not as many issues. Like, I feel like you'd want to hear from someone who's had it rough. But Yeah. But she is, I mean, she is uplifting. Yeah. Mm. But I feel like she has gone through stuff. I mean, she was adopted and went through True. that identity True. life crisis. You know, Very not true. knowing who your parents are. I feel like that's pretty hard. Yeah, that's that's true. I always forget that for some reason. Yeah. I always forget that about her. Well, tell us who the guest stars were. The guest star in this episode, there's just one. Well, yeah, there's just one. Yep. Um, but it was Richard Venture as Milton. Your friend Milton. <laughs> what kind of a name is Milton? I don't know. I mean, I've never met a Milton. I don't think. I, when I hear the name, I think of like a mouse. Oh, yeah. Milton. 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 Mil- <laughs> I don't know. And then Blanche. Well, whatever. <laughs> um, so the episode aired on March 8th, 1986. <laughs> um, on oh. this day, on March 8th, 1986, Martina Navratilova, mm-hmm. there we go, is the first tennis player to earn $10 million, Dang. which I thought was interesting. I thought that was a lot of money in the 80s. I think it was. It's a lot of money to me right now. <clears throat> right if anybody wants to you know sponsor us we're yeah. available I, i'll <laughs> learn how to play tennis 
<laughs> the Japanese Suisi, and I'm sorry, I botched that. Um, it is a space probe, and it flew by Halley's Comet, and it was studying its EV hydrogen cor- corona and solar wind. Which wow. is cool. Space. Yeah, science. Space. Um, and then some popular, you know, pop culture things. Diana Ross, Chain Reaction was a big hit right now. And we just listened to that um, song. I hadn't very heard that good. one before, but it was it was very positive sounding. Yes. And I wish you could have seen the music video because it was very excellent. <laughs> um, and then the Bangles' Manic Monday was a top song. And then, I did not know this came out around this time, but A Light in the Attic by Shel Silverstein. That's amazing. I love yes. Shel Silverstein. Stein, Stein, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, he's still in libraries, I, like every library I've ever been in, he's still in there. I always remember that being in our classroom library, and I would always check that out, because oh, I really? love to read that during AR time. Yeah, I loved That's it. That's a good one. Yep. I did really like I don't to know read if I those. ever took it I don't know if I ever took an AR test but I really liked it I didn't know that they were AR books I don't know if it was but that's what I read during AR time oh. I was a very good reader <laughs> <laughs> they were just so fun they made poems fun yeah. for kids mm. yeah for sure all right so I found a ton of fun facts <coughs> on IMDB are you ready there's I'm some so good ready. ones okay I saw the list, and I this is after me cutting some of them. Okay, so you can tell that this episode was shot very early on in the show. Yes, I totally took a note about this. I was yeah. like, this has to be, like, shot as Definitely. one of the first episodes they shot. Yeah, but the um, it includes, like, what, my, what I saw was Sophia and Blanche's hair are Mm -hmm, pretty mm -hmm. similar to the pilot yes and it also says like the kitchen table has a glass top instead of a tablecloth and then the kitchen wallpaper hasn't changed we talked about that a little while ago so that's some of the specific things um also rose's grief counseling this is kind of a um, continuity thing too the center closes in the episode but in later episodes she still is a grief counselor that kind of ties in with what the fact you just gave. Yeah. Almost. Like, but the episodes were shot out of order, really. But even, like, this episode was filmed at the beginning. Like, it makes it make even less sense. Because That's true. It was, yeah. like, <laughs> it was filmed earlier, so they, there was even more yeah. time where they could have assumed she yeah. wasn't a grief counselor. <laughs> Because then there's the Enrique Moss episode where mm-hmm. yeah. she was a grief counselor again. I, yeah. I guess she was. Or... I don't remember. I don't But either. they never talk about her working in a coffee shop again. No. No. Never ever. So weird. So yeah. weird. Um, also, there's another continuity confusion. Um, because yes. she talks about how Charlie died five years earlier, but she said before that Charlie died 15 years earlier. Right. And, like, we never yeah. really know which one is true. Yeah, it almost seems like the five is more accurate because I feel like if it was 15, she would have been a little bit more established than... Yeah. 
I don't know. Because I feel like her emotions are still pretty raw. Yeah, I always lean into five because it doesn't seem like it was, I mean, then they wouldn't have been married. I just really like to lean into the idea of five years. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they probably don't specify just so they have more, like, flexibility. I don't know. So they can kind of do whatever they want. Who knows? Okay, another IMDb fun fact. Um, so the scene when the scene when the girls eat a cheesecake. Um, remember how you told me the scene from the episode where Rose sleeps with Arnie, and um, it was like a scandalous scene, and they um performed it for the queen. Yes. Um, or the queen mother. Excuse me. The queen mother it was actually the queen mother. Um, they incorporated this episode with their cheesecake scene into that scene like they kind of combine the yes. two yes yeah I love. I love that have mm-hmm. you seen the actual performance on it's YouTube? been a long time but it's great i know i love watching that and i like i like learning about the royals and i'm a royal nerd and i really like to think about them liking the golden girls right I think it's so yeah, exciting I think it's funny it, i agree Um, Okay, so another continuity error is um, there's some confusion about the plot. I mean, the Mm -hmm. the timeline with um, Dorothy marrying Stan because Mm -hmm. she talks about getting pregnant the first time um, they were together. And Mm -hmm. that was she talks about how it was right before he got shipped off to Korea which mm-hmm. didn't happen until 1950 to 53, so right. sometime in that range. But there's mm-hmm. other things that confirm that they were married in 45. Oh, because so weird. The, so the show starts in 85. They've been divorced okay. for, for two years, so they divorced in 83. And a very okay. consistent thing is that they were um, married, married for 30, 38 years. Exactly. So that would put it at 1945. Oh. So that's off by like like maybe a few years yeah that's pretty big uh issue there yeah yeah she could have said world war ii i mean that would have been at the tail end of world war ii yeah i don't know but also stanley doesn't really seem like a military man and i think that's kind of the point is because he's kind of a a baby yeah i was gonna (laughs) use another word but i didn't yeah but this um uh, fact kind of ties into the next one because the actor who played her played Herb Edelman he actually did serve in the army in, in the Korean War yeah that's so interesting and I feel like us never knowing their exact age mm-hmm. is also makes that time a little fluid yeah because I didn't know they had been divorced for two years I never knew that you didn't no I didn't I think we find that out, like, maybe in the second episode when they're talking about maybe. how it's been two years since they've seen oh, each other. Yeah, maybe so. I, I I, mean, it's not a huge thing. Like, the 38 years, yeah. like, you can't forget the specific number of 38 no. years. I mean, they say it yes. over and over and over and over. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, And the final fun fact that is the best one. Is this is the episode where they shared their first cheesecake? Yes, yeah. I was so excited when they were doing this. Me too. Um, and what's crazy is we kept saying like we're like we kept waiting for them to do the cheesecake, but they actually did it right. in this episode when it was clearly filmed so much earlier. 
So those were our fun facts. Those were there were a lot, but there were some really good ones. So good. I love it. Okay, do you want to get into our segment on Golden Girls? Yes. Okay. So the episode begins with Blanche in the kitchen. And she's never in the kitchen. No, it's it's kind of weird that it's her. It is. But she's singing. Kentucky. I do like her singing. Yeah. I do too. <laughs> you can just so tell that this episode was filmed so much earlier. You can. What gave it away I feel for you? Like for me, it was Blanche's makeup. Her makeup and her yeah. hair. Definitely her hair. For me, it was Sophia's hair too. Yeah. It was more sideways didn't than they, curly. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they, like, changed her wig because of that. Oh. I, I feel like I saw that somewhere. It was giving me very much um, transplant vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, And it was even filmed a little bit differently. Like, the camera kind of pans across her. And, like, the oh, way it's it. moving, it's not very, it, it's it's not, it's not the what normal style. Is. Yeah, for sure mm-hmm. so um question what do you what do you think is better her singing or sophia singing in the kitchen <gasps> la, 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 la. i think definitely sophia singing in the kitchen because sophia is the cook and mm-hmm. it's just that's where she's meant to be i do True. love blanche singing but it almost would have been, well, I understand why she's in the kitchen because she's supposed to be on a diet, but it almost would have been even better, like, if she was cleaning like she was in um, the transplant episode when she was oh, cute for her sister. Like, if she was singing, you While know, cleaning. that song, yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun. But I understand why she was cooking because she was on yeah. a diet. She's cooking because this is like, there's not really, okay. The thing about this episode is there's not if I wouldn't count anything as a subplot. There's I wouldn't like, either. What's like the next level of subplot? Like a mini plot. Yeah, there's like a whole, like, like an two itty bitty mini little plots. side plot. Yeah, there's like two yeah. mini plots. Like they consistently talk about the fact that she wants to lose a couple pounds, but right. it's nowhere near a side plot. Like it's not a right. huge deal. And For that's sure. why I didn't not focusing like, on it totally. Like, when we were talking about this episode, like, I didn't remember most of it because I always associate it with just with Rose finding a job. Right. And I think that's because the name of it is mm-hmm. whatever it is. But, I mean, what else would you name it, you know? Exactly. For sure. Yeah. Um, also, in this scene, they have another Gone with the Wind reference. Yes. Which, to me, makes it seem like an earlier episode because they referenced, I think it was the triangle. They had, like, two Golden Girls. I mean, um, they had two Scarlett O'Hara references. Right. So that kind of took me back to the beginning where they're yeah. really trying to paint Blanche as the Southern Belle. And I think that's why this is such, like, it's definitely filmed earlier on is because they probably were going to have it as one of the first episodes Mm -hmm. and they're still trying to paint a picture of who the girls are. Yeah. And I honestly think that's why I liked it. Same. And I, yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. I think that's why I liked it so much because I mean, there, like you said, there wasn't really a main plot. It was just you getting to know the girls. Yeah. You're right. 
I mean, we don't go anywhere. We're nowhere. We're, no. we're still in the house the whole episode. Like, I mean, yeah. I guess I would call the job thing the main plot. Yeah. But it, it takes up, like, maybe a third of the episode. Yeah. Like, you're it's really not really getting to know thing. the three girls. Really, mm-hmm. the three girls each have a third of the episode. Yeah. It's not. Sophia's so- upset about her pepperoni. My pepperoni. Dorothy is dating some guy that she. And, okay. I'm going to bring up another thing. Mm-hmm. Why. I don't understand. Dorothy grew up in New York City. New York City. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are all these people, like, how do they just happen to be in Miami? Like, Barry Glick is in Miami. And then the uh, other guy she was supposed to go to prom later. And then true. her... And then her, um... The, the class... The... What is it called? Class reunion. Oh, the and the teacher, there. the teacher, her teacher, the teacher. Like, why uh-huh. are they all? I think is, are they on vacation? And or, also, why like, are there reunions in there? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, that I doesn't will make say, sense to me. I will say the show a lot of times like kind of grabs onto the idea that old people flock to Miami. True. True. But, but, I mean, that doesn't make sense about the reunion. Like, why would the yeah. reunion itself be in Miami? <laughs> and, like, I understand, like, her friends visiting her, like, her high school friends visiting her and this and yeah. that. But I don't get, like, if I was going to Miami to visit, I'm not going to call my old prom date, you know? Like, if I yeah. know he lives there. Like, I'm not going to say, hey, you... Hey, yeah. you want to hang out? You know? I think that's more what people did back then, though. Maybe so. we know what, like, people we used to know in high school are up to. Because, I mean, I mean, you know, True. social media and all that. And I, I think people were more willing to contact old contacts, you know? This is true. Going places. This is true. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's a thing that's changing with the times. Maybe a generational true. thing. Maybe. Yeah. But um we can we can we'll we'll talk about that more as we you know talk about barry glick yes (laughs) so rose comes in with the devastating news that they are closing her grief counseling center oh no yeah and immediately rose's first worry is her clients see she is she does care she, she is a good no she does counselor. care <laughs> she she definitely cares um cares a little and, too much yeah she cares a little too much like i relate with rose a lot but one thing that i really try i do have to work at it but one thing i really try to do is to not get too personal about my job like i don't try not to let it get into my personal life like at the end of the day it is a job true but i think as teachers it's hard though yeah i mean exactly so i mean i know i take my work home with me like rose well especially like for rose like you're hearing about these people's like you're you're a part of these people's you know life stages but mm-hmm. another thing that i'm thinking about okay so she's a grief counselor why is she a counselor for somebody who has like a fat fetish oh my gosh well no because his problem <laughs> his problem is that his wife left him and okay. his or his partner left him with his wife. Like he does okay. have other things going on. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is I'm sorry. Funny, I just kind of... thought about that. <laughs> no, you're right though. I mean, that is something that comes up. 
Yeah. But something else that's interesting when we find this out is they point out how Rose and Dorothy are both probably living paycheck to paycheck. Right. And they don't really talk about the girls and money that much. I mean, they talk about how, you know, they want to save money in different ways that have to do with the house. But they never say, they never really talk about how they're pretty much living paycheck to paycheck. And Blanche, as she says, had the foresight to marry money. Yeah. Mm. Very, very interesting. Like, and I don't know if the, you know, state of the economy was different or whatever, but I, I feel like people back then didn't really prepare for retirement. I think there were more pensions back then. That's true. That's true. Like, it, you pretty much got a pension with your company or whoever you yeah. worked with. But um, I guess Rose never really had, like, a career. I feel like she was a stay-at-home mom. That was her career. Yeah. And she, as um, her daughter would put it, piddled away the fortune that yes. Charlie earned. <laughs> Let's not get into that episode. Yeah, again. we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> but... What else I thought was funny is Rose is, like, really optimistic about getting a job. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. I can do it. And she says, I'm dependable, loyal, friendly, eager. And that Isn't that the Girl good. Scout yeah. thing again? <laughs> it almost. Um, I she think friendly wasn't company. in there. It's so funny. Like, I know they were probably filmed super far apart, but that's literally almost the same words that she used when she was talking about Girl Scouts. It's so For funny. Real. Oh and I was... A, I, I, did I I liked that in that episode. That is but funny. I love the okay, so they the next scene is when Dorothy walks onto the Lanai and meets Milton. And at first, when I thought this episode was mainly just gonna be Rose job hunting, this is the scene I think of when I think of this episode. Oh really? I yes. see, I always think of the night phone calls, but I love oh, uh-huh. the scene. Me I too. thought it was hysterical. Hysterical. I know, like, not much happens. Just, like... No. Dorothy walks out, you know, looks at Milton just the way she looks at him, and says, Hello. Hello. And, and he doesn't... I he live doesn't, here. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, I live you over don't. on this street. You don't. <laughs> I just love how Milton just does not get it. Well, yeah, he's just... He doesn't, and I'm assuming, this is my assumption, is he probably thinks Dorothy knows why he's there. Probably. And Dorothy just, obviously, Rose has not communicated with her roommates. No, 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 no. He just doesn't even pick up, like, the cue of Dorothy being like, uh. Right. (laughs) Hello. I'm here. I know. You're here. Why are you here? It's just so funny. I love it. But I love the part where, you know, Rose comes in and says, like, you know who Milton is? And she says, she explains his story about how his partner left him and stole his wife. And Dorothy says, oh, Milton, I'm sorry. Keep the news weak. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even skip a beat. Nope. I love it. But um, Rose walks Milton out and she, this is the part where I said, Rose is not a great counselor because he walks out and she says, no more tears as he leaves. And like, shouldn't a counselor, like, I'm not a counselor. I'm not. So maybe I'm not in the position to, to critique Rose, but 
I mean, shouldn't Milton be expressing his emotions? Right. Or I feel like as a counselor, you're supposed to be giving your clients tools to help them get through a situation. Yeah. Not like Milton practiced those breathing exercises we worked on. Yeah. And not like tearing them down for doing something that's yeah. natural. No more tears. Like, I know why she would say it to keep right. them upbeat, but I don't think that was great advice. But I feel like this is the 80s where it's like rub some dirt in it and get over it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Agreed. That, that's not, maybe not Rose as a person, just like where we're at in regards to I think this health. is just time. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Agreed. So Dorothy is going through Rose's messages because there's a thousand little slips and she sees that Barry Glick is in town. (laughs) And I just, I totally forgot this was part of this episode. Me too. When I, when that happened, I was like, (gasps) me too. I literally, oh my gosh, when I saw, and that's literally, I mean, it's not a huge part of the episode, but I don't know why I remember it. I just love how she talks about Barry. I almost thought the side plot was, I thought, I almost thought the side plot was the guy who took Dorothy to prom. Mm -hmm. I almost thought that's who Barry Glick was, but it wasn't. Oh no, we're not there yet. Yeah. But it's, it's not as huge a deal as I I thought it was at first. Cause at first I was like a side plot. Thank goodness. Like I hadn't realized where the episode was going, but mm. And I love, she kind of walks away with the message in her hand as she's explaining who he is and she kisses the little paper. Oh my gosh. So I, I love seeing Dorothy happy about Me too. A, a man. I, I love it. it I feel like I'm Dorothy happy to... is, is not, does not get a lot of love like no. from her mom. And I feel like she's somebody who needs it because everybody always tears her apart they do, and, and she went through When a somebody pretty... gives her, like, positive attention, it's like, oh, look how happy it makes her. I think a lot of that, too, comes from, like, her marriage with Stan, you know? Yeah, Like, how true. loving really was he? I also love to see her excited about toilets. <laughs> yeah. I just like seeing her excited in general. Mm-mm. She, yeah. Yeah. But later... That night, um, Milton is calling the house for Rose and wakes everybody up. Oh my god! Do they all have phones in their bedrooms? Like, I don't understand how they're. I don't awake. think. I don't think. I don't think so because I think the phone is just in the living room and they can hear it because they all got up except for Rose because Rose is a heavy sleeper. But they yeah. all heard it and got up but- to get it. Didn't Rose, like, kind of roll over for a phone next to her bed? She might not I have. I don't remember, but maybe. But I, I know they did, all heard it. Because in the living room? Yeah. I, I mean, sure. Because they all followed her into the living room after. Mm-hmm. But Rose doesn't go to the living room. She doesn't? I thought she did. She does later, but after she's on the uh, phone. Oh, like yeah, she yeah, comes yeah, out to apologize. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, if it's all on the same line, wouldn't they all? Would they all be ringing? I don't remember how phones work anymore. Yeah, they would all be ringing. They all ring. Okay, I just been Almost, a long time. Yeah, because I mean, 
Because we had the upstairs phone, the cordless phone, and then we had the one in the kitchen. Yeah. We had two cordless and one cord. Yeah, and they all rang. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Times, I know. Because remember how we could all be on the phone and, like, hear conversations? Yeah. Remember (gasps) how, like, you'd be on the phone and someone would, like, listen? Yes! Oh, my gosh. I would kill to do that now. (laughs) So I remember eavesdropping on a phone (gasps) call between Mother and Mima. Oh, my gosh. Jenna. And mother doesn't listen to this podcast, so it's okay to talk about, but daddy does. So daddy, yeah. don't tell mother. <laughs> anyway, um, so I was eavesdropping on a phone call between me, mom, and mother, and mother had read my diary. <gasps> and, oh, I can't remember what, oh, it was about our piano recital and how Mima was crying in our piano recital. And, like, I had written about it in my diary. And me- <laughs> Mother was telling Mima about it. It's like, privacy. I never wrote in a diary again. Um, why would you? That's terrible. I know. I know. Oh, my gosh. But the, the So, power. eavesdropping is good. The power of eavesdropping on the phone. Yes. Oh Ooh, before we move on from talking about phone calls, the part where Dorothy goes, you have a phone call with the <laughs> oh, gesture. yes. It's your friend Milton. But even the gesture, it's not even like a phone, like a phone that they use then. It was no. like a, like a, one that you talk yes. in and hear yes. like the different pieces. Uh-huh. That was really funny. I thought that was funny. I appreciated that. I did, too. I thought that was hysterical. I know. This whole situation. And, of course, it's Milton. Milton is, like, her only client. Milton! Milton's the most neediest. Yeah, Milton's just super needy. (laughs) Um, So... The girls are talking. Oh, wait, before they even go out to the living room, Blanche's iconic line. Yes. What does she, she say? Said, I'm, I'm, I'm as jumpy as a virgin at a prison rodeo. And then, like, yes. walks away oh with gosh. her shoulders. Yes. A part of the theme song. I know. I there's a, There actually is a few moments in this episode where I was watching it, and I was like, oh, that's in the theme song. That's in the theme song. Which is an which is another reason why this was filmed before. True. Beginning. Very true. True. Um, so the girls talk about Rose while she's on the phone and um they're basically like, she needs to find a job. Like that's the end of it. And um Rose comes out to apologize and said, Oh, you can go back to bed and they confront her and she's like, Well, I've had dozens of job interviews, which I guess she just didn't tell them about. Um, yeah. and basically the problem is, which I get cause like that's her No, business. yeah, I do get that. And she's embarrassed because she's not being hired because apparently people are really ageist and don't want to hire old people. Rude. Yeah, I know. Right. And they don't really touch on the ageism in this episode as much, which they do in that later episode with Enrique Moss. Right. So... Yeah. Maybe this episode was like kind of a door into that episode, like a Yeah, maybe gave so. people a little test. A little taste test. Yeah. Um but after the commercial break, the girls go to Rose's room to comfort her and Dorothy, surprise, surprise, is a great 
you know, comforter, speech giver. Yes. I love, I, I love the, the speech, or the new resume she gives Oh, Rose, yeah. Just how she twists all Private the words and stuff. Private Yes. Like, how she twists her marriage into a job description yeah, is hysterical. I know. Same employer. I'm like, ooh, I should steal that. Yeah, no, I love watching. This is, like, a thing that happens on shows a lot, where they, like, change someone's resume to make it more fun right they, yeah you know what sure. they even do it later in the show for rose when they embellish her good deeds to help her win saint olaf's oh, woman of the year yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. um but i love the part where she talks about so you're five years years older so am i so is blanche Yes. So you have more whatever around the middle. So do I. So is Blanche. It's it's so good. So I good. love it. And just watching Blanche's face. Like, I think yeah. I... I feel like um, <clears throat> Rue is so good at nonverbal yes. acting. Like, her just background Agreed. acting and is so... So I good. feel like she really knew who Blanche was as a character at the very beginning. Yes. I feel like they built the character around her, you know? Yeah, which is so surprising just of who she was in, like, in previous shows, like, her experience with other um, roles mm-hmm. was reversed. Yeah, yeah. So I, she just did so good. Like, I can't imagine Betty White as Blanche. Mm-hmm. It's just no. not... It's not no. for her. She's so I know, funny. I agree. Just so much agree. <laughs> um, and after this, they all go to the kitchen and they eat cheesecake. No, they don't just eat cheesecake, Caroline. <laughs> they have a feast. Well, that's, okay, yes, that's one of my notes on this scene is it's one of my favorite eating scenes. Same. Because for the whole series. Yes, same. When I think of them eating, I think of this scene. Yes, exactly. I just love how they're like, oh, well, we have this. Oh, well, we should have this. So, oh, but we should do, start with appetizers. Yes, Like, if we're yes. going to do all this. Mm-hmm. And, and then at the end, they're like, Oh, well, it's just about morning. Let's start breakfast. Well, if we're going to have breakfast, we might as well. I'm like, oh, yes. my gosh, yes. It's so good. And I really think of it when I think of them eating cheesecake. Yes. And it's like a good, accurate thing about friendship, how sometimes you just sit around and eat and talk. Yes. And I know Haley, Jordan, and I, whenever uh, we got together and vented about things, like Haley and I always had, uh, we would get the... Um, the pretzel pieces, the honey mustard. <gasps> yeah, the Snyder's. Pieces. Yes, oh. you would always get those. And then Jordan and I, this is going to be inappropriate, but um, we always got, we actually Jordan's mom came up with it, but we always got nuts and balls, but they're the um, <laughs> caramel cashews from Target, the little um, Archer Farms oh, yeah. nuts that they have. It's cashews, but they have these balls in them that are caramel. They're caramel covered chocolate. They're chocolate covered caramel. Oh no balls. way! That's hilarious. <laughs> but it's so good. I love that. I love that so much. 
Mm. Yes. But, like, whenever we would get together, like, that's how we got nuts and balls and pretzel pieces. Aww. And Cheez-Its. I know. Yep. White cheddar Cheez-Its. Oh, yes. And I think <laughs> of, like, some of my friends, like, how we always get Chinese food or how every time oh, we get yes. together, we always eat Mexican or, you know, like, yes. I love Just food with friends. Friend comfort foods. Agreed. Like, you have your traditions. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. What's our comfort? What's our friendship food, Jenna? We go through. What is our friendship? We go food? through phases. We do go through phases. Like, luckily, we go through them together. Yeah, thank goodness. What was the one when we? Oh, when we went through our Sonic oh, phase. We went through a heavy Sonic phase. I mean, when at the beginning of COVID, when we were quarantined <gasps> together, we went through. Yes. Hooters. We remember Hooters. We had a Hooters phase. That was excellent. We had a Hooter phase. That was a that was really a good, good one. Good phase. That was, that was a, a very good, good one. Oh, oh my goodness. COVID. We really enjoyed the beginning part of quarantine. We we really like, ate so 2019, much. 2020. I just had babies. Oh yeah, it was 2020. <laughs> March 2020. I just had the girls were what three, four months old. Yeah, just little three. bitty things. And. You came over and helped me raise them, basically. I did. I did. those were such good times. I know. See, we had friendship, and we'd always order lunch. It was friendship food time. We did. Panera's one of ours, too. Oh, we did. Yeah, we did. And, of course, pink drinks at Starby's. I want a pink drink. Anyway! Um, I love how it finishes, though, with them going to eat breakfast. Yes. It's just so I good. love it. And I love how they're never ashamed about them eating. No. It's like, yes, girls, you do you. And, like, even though Blanche is supposed to be on a diet. I just realized that they never talk about how much she eats and she's supposed to be on I a know. diet that just falls through immediately. Maybe that's part of the joke. Whatever. Maybe so. Yeah, I just love all the conversations they have, too. I totally forgot to mention, like, all the things they talk about. Like, the the most, the funniest thing I think about is how they talk about, like, how long it takes for, like, their food to show on their bodies. Oh, my gosh, I yes. I never think about that. Like, how long it takes for you to be bloated. Like, Blanche oh my gosh. bloats immediately and balloons up. And Rose is like, I'm glad I'm eating this now because I can be felt for Barry. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, That's Mexican food. That does it for me. I get so bloated after Mexican. Worth it. Oh, absolutely worth it. Mm. But they, it's, I don't know when it is. It's later, maybe the next day. I don't know. But Milton is reappears again Ugh. so many appearances Love from it. milton i know an insignificant character is in like two or three scenes yeah but he's like i've i've forgotten the um the final line of the episode about milton but i was like lol milton's like weirdly into like her having meat on her bones that's kind of creepy i know <laughs> i know he was talking about pinching an inch yes like, yes 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 I thought that was a little much, dude. Like, especially for just meeting her, that was a little strong, Milton. But it made sense when Rose reveals his issues later on. (laughs) I do. I I mean, at least he's not body shaming her. For sure. For sure. (laughs) That's one one good thing for Milton. Milton, 
Milton crosses the line a lot. But I love how, um, so this is the scene where, you know, they're all coming together, the, you know, conclusion scene where they all figure everything out mm-hmm. in, like, two seconds. Yeah. Um, I love how, um, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh, they're all asking Rose, like, how the interview was, and mm-hmm. she bombed it or whatever, but she found a new job. Yeah. Um, and it was really interesting to me. Like, I really was with both Blanche and Dorothy. Like, mm-hmm. the whole how Blanche was worried about Rose and concerned about Rose and yeah. getting that coffee shop job. Mm-hmm. Um, being on her feet. Like, when she was talking about, like, what she would be doing and how long I was like, wow, that's, like, a lot. Like, even for me. Like, I don't know if I could be up on my feet for 12 hours a day. Yeah. And, um, Agreed. You know? But... Dorothy was like, you know what? If you're happy, we're happy. We'll support you no mm-hmm. matter what. And I that just, I thought, even though Blanche was a little bit, you know, putting her down, I felt like it showed how much Blanche she, cared about she her. She was looking you out know? for her. Yeah. I, but I, yeah. I get why Rose was a little defensive about that too. Agreed. I, the one thing that I wasn't looking forward to with this episode was this part. Cause I always forget uh-huh. that things do get resolved, but I always remember how their first reaction to her getting a job isn't really positive. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought that was weird, especially for a conclusion. Like, why don't they just give her yes. a job or, like, announce that the counseling center opened and then it's not an issue anymore? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Or, like, it's they just found a... a different position for her yeah. in the grief counseling. Or... It's just a I weird ending. I felt like she could have... St- uh, yeah. It is a weird ending. But, I mean, they all are happy again. <laughs> yeah, they're fine. Except for Milton has this thing about only dating fat women. And I love how it just ends there. Yep. And that's it. I love that. And you kind of slowly love that. zoom in on Blanche like, uh, what? Yep. It, uh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, um, And we also forgot to mention that Barry is gay. Barry um, Glick. Oh, yeah. I didn't think that was... It, I always forget that, I too. I didn't think... I do, too. I almost didn't think that was necessary, but... It made me feel better that Dorothy was like, ah, whatever. Like, yeah. I still have a good friend. Yeah. But It's just yeah, funny how weird. when we hear Barry Glick, it's like, oh my gosh, it's this episode? Yes! When we watch yeah. it, it's like, oh wait, she only talks about it then? A little bit at yeah. the eating scene, and then she says that he's gay right. later on. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a mini, mini plot. It's just funny what you remember. Yeah, for sure. Mm. And that's the episode. I do have a Blanche count for Stand By Your Man. Yeah. Okay, tell us. Um, one. She, when they're talking over cheesecake, she talks about her first, and it was Under the Magnolia Trees with Billy. Oh, Bobby. Yeah, it was Bobby. Or was it Ben? Oh my gosh. It started with a B. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, um, our total is, our total is 17. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, now that we have done Stand By Your Man, do you want to share your Lady of the Evening? Oh gosh. 
I think it's Dorothy. Mm-hmm. I just love how happy she is at during this episode and how supportive she is of Rose, even though she might not think that's the best job for her. I think she was very supportive and I'm glad she was happy in this episode with Barry. Mm-hmm. And I loved the eating scene and yeah, the whole pepperoni thing. And Agreed. Yeah. I am also going to pick Dorothy. Yeah. I really don't want to pick anybody else. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't want to, for the same reasons you said. I just loved everything about Dorothy in this episode. She so was good. great. <laughs> yes. Um, what would you rank the episode out of ten? Oh gosh, this is a hard one. I know, because what did we rate it last week? What did we pre-rank this? I don't know, like a four or something. I think we did a four. Yeah. I almost want to say a nine. Yeah. I think a nine, just because I didn't love like. Rose losing her job. Like, I don't... I don't like that plot just because it's the continuation thing that really bothers me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I think yeah. a nine. Cool. Yeah, I'm gonna say an eight. Okay. Because, like, you know, the main thing was definitely not my favorite. Like, I didn't... Right. Basically, any time where they were talking about it, I was like... Especially at the beginning of the episode, it felt like it was moving so slow. Yeah. But, yeah. But once I realized, like... Everything that did not have to do with the plot, like those parts were so good. Yeah, they carried the episode. This honestly felt like a Seinfeld episode about like it's an episode about nothing, you know? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I I I just really liked it. I felt like nothing was accomplished in this episode. Like they're almost in the same spot that they were at the beginning, except Rose with her job, but she still has a job. But it doesn't even matter. You know, because exactly. it's all, like, nothing matters because she's yeah. going to have the same job later. Exactly. It's just weird. But, but I felt like this would have been a good pilot. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But it wasn't. So. Instead of having, like, two wedding episodes, maybe they could have done this one. I know. Instead of, um, maybe this one is the second one, to be honest. Yeah, I think this would have really been a good second episode. Because, I mean, did they have to have Stanley? Did they have to meet Stanley? Not right episode? away. I don't think right yeah. away. I think it could have been fine if it was switched. I wonder. Or even, like, one, two, three. Yeah, I would love to know their. Pilot two is this one and then three. Yeah, yes. I would love to know what their thought was in moving the episodes around. Yeah, that would be really interesting to know. Because, I mean, it's not like they were trying to shuffle who the episodes were about. Because right after right. this is another Rose episode. Right. But So interesting. I don't know. If I ever find out, I'll let you know. That sounds good. Yeah. Huh. Um. So, it looks like next week, like I said, is going to be another Rose episode. <sighs> um. It is. Do you know what it is? What? It is episode 23 of season one, Blind Ambitions. Zero. Yeah. (laughs) Zero. Right away. I hate this episode. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. Sam even hates this episode. He does? Yes. He's even seen this episode. You've let him watch this episode. (laughs) Right. You exposed him to this episode? I exposed him. Wow. Shame on me. Wow. Okay. Um, what about you? I'm gonna pre-rank it as a two. Okay. I feel like okay. it just can't be worse than her daughter. 
It can't. Oh, that's true. It can't. Gosh, Caroline, I think it can. I, you know what? Maybe it could. I don't know. At I least. I guess we'll find out. I know. I guess we'll find out. What's the side plot? I don't remember. That might save it for me getting a zero, but I seriously think a zero. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm like, I'm so funny. Like, I'm either a zero or a ten. Yeah, I know. It, <laughs> have you noticed that? Maybe so something will happen, like, in this episode where it was way better than what we thought it was going to be. Okay. Okay. A girl can dream. Yes. I hope so. I hope you're right. I also hope that I am right. <laughs> yes. Well, whatever. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at Shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank you for being a friend. I had Chick-fil-A. Oh, you should be fine. Chick-fil-A doesn't usually do that. We'll see. I hope. What'd you eat? Nuggets? Chicken sandwich. A grilled chicken sandwich. Oh, I call it. I call it a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich. <laughs> I pulled up to them in the drive-thru and I was at the Chick-fil-A drive-thru one time and I said, can I have a... And I forgot how to order and so I just read a Chick-fil-A chicken sandwich meal. <laughs> oh my god. It was terrible. That's funny. Okay. You well, know you're a millennial win. Yeah. Well, good luck to you.